This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is sponsored by Pure Creative Apparel. From logo design to specialty clothing to branded merchandise, the team at Pure Creative Apparel can take your ideas and bring them to life. You can find out more at purecreativeapparel.com. And we thank Pure Creative Apparel for sponsoring this week's show. Hi, this is Chef Art Smith right here from Homecoming and with the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Okay, all you runners out there, I used to be a runner, ran two marathons, and a bunch of, what do you half marathons? Half marathons, whatever. Keep running, keep eating. Thank you. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Welcome, everybody, to the long-awaited episode number 71. With hopefully no more delays in production and posting this thing. Well... To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. All of our friends who watch Letter Kenny will get that. Yay. We love it. To be fair, you had a bit of a big week. Yeah, it was quite a week. Yes. Um, by the way, I'm Dana. This oh, is yes. Amy. <laughs> In case you didn't know, <laughs> uh, we're and, your hosts. Yeah. And yes, it was quite a week. Um, as I mentioned at the, towards the end of last week's episode, I believe it, uh, yeah. I ended up finding out that I had a torn meniscus and some stuff going on with my knee and had to get a surgical procedure to get that taken care of. Mm. And in the last week I've in fact had that done and I'm happy to report that, uh, things are looking pretty good. Yes. Yeah. I'm vertical. I'm walking. Um, pain is less than I thought it was going to be, but you know, I would say to everybody out there that um, when you're training, you know, mm. and you start feeling pain, and if it is lasting longer than a couple of days, please get thee to the doctor. Um, don't be stubborn. Don't try to power exactly. through. Um, don't be like me, kids. Um, I tried thinking this was just something that would be, you know, that would go away on its own with rest, ice, compression, and elevation. And, you know, after the first month, I probably should have taken that as my hint. Yes. Um, but uh, all in all, I can't complain. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm walking. I got scoped on Wednesday. I walked out of the doctor's office. Yes, you did. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, he was not driving. He was not doing anything but recovering. Yes, yes. I, my caregiver here was militant in making sure that yes. I, I didn't do anything. I and I still do. am because you're not 100%. No, but I, I'm certainly, I think I'm a lot better off now than I thought I was going to be. Yes. For sure. Especially this just now seven days. It's now it's seven days as of uh, yesterday, seven mm -hmm. days out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just can't complain at all. I, I've got a little bit of residual soreness, as would be expected, a little bit of mm. tightness. So I'll start the physical therapy next week. Yes. I've had the follow-up with the doctor today. So things are good, and uh, I really appreciate the well wishes. We, yeah. Um, 
you know, of all the things you would think, well, the knee surgery shouldn't hold up your recording of the show. <laughs> um, the one thing that I've had to deal with with this is that, yeah. you know, by the end of the day, it starts really swelling, especially yes. if I've been standing too long. So last night I, I had been standing a good bit yesterday and last night, you know, knee starts just to swell up and I'm like, oh, I got to get off this thing. And mm. I couldn't we couldn't figure out a good way to get the recording stuff in there without background noise or the dogs. And I, and Amy just said, you know what? Smile for the camera. <laughs> and everybody saw the photo. Yeah. Uh, who saw it on our social media. Our puppies were taking good care of you. They were. Yes. So, um, and I, rather I than was, me, I was bad. I didn't say to you, get off of that foot. Let's look. Get off your knee and elevate and well, ice it sooner. And it should have been me that was pushing you sooner to do that. Well, but there was no pain. That I think that's the deceptive thing, too, is like once you've had a procedure, if you're not having like pain, mm. you know, you think, oh, I'm better. No, you're not. You're, but I, I think it reminds you gently every so often. Yes. When you try to return to your daily activities. Well, especially like putting my knee down, like trying to climb up on the bed and I forget, Oh no, that's the knee they cut. Don't do that. Mm, yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, that, that's it for my, um, recovery report, which of course impacted my ability to do any running. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did do some walking and yeah. I did share that on social media that, you know, as on Saturday, I actually put my, uh, my, UFO sandals on those big recovery sandals mm. and I just walked as long as my knee would allow it and I actually was able to do uh, 3.1 miles yeah. on Saturday yeah which is a good thing because um, <clears throat> you were out doing some running although we we didn't stay together uh, you were gone well so. you told me to go yeah go so tell us about your uh, speed work there speedy Gonzalez so you were out there testing, you know, taking the appropriate breaks when you needed to. Lots of them. Hydrating and going at your pace for recovery. Mm-hmm. And on the agenda for me was some speed work, some half miles that Jeff had assigned me to work on my cadence and turnover and try to achieve specific times that he had given me in my training plan. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was a hot and humid day. We went to Orlando to do this. And I highly recommend the running trail that is between the two Port Orleans resorts at Walt Disney World. Port Orleans Riverside and, and French Port Orleans Quarter. French Quarter mm-hmm. being the two yeah. on that property. And it's it's a it's not concrete. It's like a it's it's paved, but mm-hmm. it's got this pebbled texture to it. Yeah. Which was nice. And uh saving grace to that was that the sun wasn't out. So it, it was, was hot. overcast. It was humid. Yeah. But you didn't have the sun beating down on you. That is true. That is true. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I started late in the day. Well, we went after breakfast. Yeah, we went after breakfast. But we 
it was 12 half miles that I did. Mm -hmm. So that was tough in that heat and humidity. So I was very fortunate that we did not have the sun beating down upon us. And I just, it was tough. But you said you liked that running trail. What did you like about it? I like the texture of, and the You like scenery. the texture. You like the texture. I, I just loved being by the water and running into that the riverside where you see where the boat can pick you up and take you to um, between the resorts or Disney Springs. Because every once in a while, a boat would pass us on the river mm -hmm. and we'd have people clap and cheer if they saw us running or if they saw me running. I don't know if that happened to you. No, they were not clapping for the guy walking at 21 minutes a mile. <laughs> so, that doesn't matter. No, but you're they, in recovery. Uh, they didn't know that though. So, yeah, so if I was running and or people who were passing me by walking to one pool or the other, mm -hmm. they were like, "Get it. Are you almost done?" Good job, girl. You yeah. know, they were, and they can tell that we were doing a virtual 5K. Well, they could tell because we were wearing the virtual 5K uh, bibs. Yes, because we're doing that Run Disney virtual race series celebrating 80 years of Marvel. And that was our ability to earn the second in the series. So I that's why I insisted on walking my 3.1 miles. Mm. And Although. you were able to get far more than that in. Yeah. But uh, so this, this officially gave us the second medal. And then yes. we uh, went over... Oh gosh, to what end of that? That we went over to um, Disney Springs to over by the water to do an unboxing video and showed everybody. Yes, because we finally got the medals. We had to do the June 5K without having the medal to award one another, as is our tradition. Mm -hmm. And we finally got them, and we did that video over there. Um, Run Disney and their medals are just great. Yeah, they they really did it again. You know, last year we did the virtual race series, their 5Ks. It was Incredibles themed. So cute. Medals were adorable. They are quality. They're heavy. They're metal. Tons of Not detail in rubber. them. No, they're legit, legit medals. These are the type of medals you would get from running an actual Run Disney race if you were to go and go to a one of their their races and actually attend mm -hmm. um, so they don't skimp on these virtual medals oh, they're fantastic and of course you know we we get it and we do the unboxing the first thing we see is the um there's there's a little card in there what looks like a very yeah. thick card we'll come to find out they actually are throwing in a challenge coin yeah for the people who were doing the entire series i guess yeah so we get to see the challenge coin, then we get to the medals. And the June medal, the one we, we didn't get to award ourselves initially, that one's the Captain Marvel theme. Captain Marvel. And, and it's her emblem. And it set it on the race ribbon yeah, around you, your neck. Another nice little bit of detail you mm -hmm. pointed out in the video yeah. is that it's not like a generic ribbon for, you know, one for ribbon all, with, the four with the different medals. Yeah. Each ribbon is unique. And specific to the character that it's themed after. And they all say 80 years of Marvel. Yes. 
So that one was huge, that Captain Marvel one. It really is. Woo! It was heavy and gold, and that was awesome. But I think my favorite is the July one. So far. So far. I mean, we showed off. They're still in the plastic. It's not the same, the ones, The ones for August and for doing the whole series. We haven't unboxed those or unwrapped them. We haven't unwrapped them. And until you unwrap them and you can see them without the plastic around it, you don't get the full effect. But right. I'm I'm right there with you of so the, of the two so far. Yes, the Iron Man themed one for July is awesome. I love that it is his mask, but then also the what do you what do you call the the arc reactor? The arc reactor. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is kind of like a stained glass effect. So when you hold up the metal to the light. There's his mask in the middle, and all around, it, it it just lets light pass through. Yeah, it's almost a translucent, translucent white, white yeah. plastic in that border, which gives you that arc reactor look. Awesome. And then in his eyes as well. So those, oh, yeah. those light up. And then what they did with that one I thought was so cool is the metal portion, the colored metal, so the, the red and the gold, is in there but then they've got clear plastic kind of over that so it gives this really neat depth to it Mm -hmm. uh, almost giving it almost a 3d effect kind of shine it's just a beautiful metal i love it i love it and the ribbon was themed and had his character's name Mm -hmm. and they were different different colors those two different ribbons yeah and that's the other thing if you if you Let's just say this is your first time doing a a virtual race or your first foray into running and you're going to get some medals and you're going to start your own medal hanger. This is a beautiful way to do it because by the time you're done, the medals are all very different. Mm -hmm. The ribbons are all different and your medal hanger is going to look pretty awesome. Yeah. So I can't wait to show people what the rest of these look like and then what the whole set looks like. We'll get some photos and... Great. Show everybody how that's going to be. Yes. Two down. Two down. One, one to, go, to go. And then two medals. Bonus medal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I mean, and so next month we are heading, we're going to head back up mm-hmm. and do it again. We're going to make this virtual 5K not so virtual by doing it. To continue the tradition. On the Disney property. Mm-hmm. So more to come on that. Yeah. But once the running was done, you know what that means. It's time to eat and drink. And there is no shortage of phenomenal food and beverage. So hard to choose. In the Disney area. And when we were initially talking about doing this, a big part of our discussion was, do we stay on the Disney property? True. Do we explore and show people some of the other stuff that the Metro Orlando area has to offer? Because there's a lot out there in addition to Disney. But since it's a Disney race series, we decided, no, we're going to stay on the property. And, yeah. and there's so much that we really haven't covered uh, or things that might need to be revisited. Speaking of revisiting, mm-hmm. you know, I was on the social media and I just happened to see that Chef Art Smith's homecoming was turning three. Homecoming. Homecoming. I got it. Mm-hmm. 
turning three on a day that we would be there. And why is that a big deal? Why is that a big deal? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's awesome. (laughs) Yes, he is. And on the social media, it said he would be there giving away his hummingbird cake. Which is also awesome. Yes. It's also a big deal because his menu is so awesome. There are so many things that you just want to try. Last year, we featured his thigh-high chicken biscuits. Yes. Yeah. And they were amazing. They really were. Um, We'll link back to that episode in the show notes Mm -hmm. so that you can take a look at that video. We actually did that one on video. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the dish is gorgeous. The food, how would you describe his his, um, menu? What would you call it? Oh, southern, down-home, comfort food. Yep. Classics. But it's elevated. Yes. But it's so tasty. So tasty. And uh, they are so busy there. Oh, my goodness. And the quality of the food, no matter what time of day you come, or if you are the first patron or the last, it's incredibly delicious. We've had such amazingly consistent service there Mm -hmm. and food quality. Yeah. I I cannot speak highly enough of the restaurant as a whole and the items that we've discussed. We've never had a bad thing. Mm. We've never even had an average thing there. True. True. Like there are so what a lot of people don't realize, you know, we have our, our rule of, you know, we don't cover things that we don't like. Mm. It doesn't mean that we don't go to try places and that there aren't things that we don't like. You just don't hear about them. Right. Because there's plenty of negativity on the internet. We refuse to do a negative eating or drinking. No, we're not telling you what to avoid. Segment. We're telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. We're telling you, we're telling you what's good and uh, i can safely Uh, say if you like classic american southern cooking comfort classics this is the place for you and it was great because you know we got on we got our reservation we got there we get seated and the man himself he was there is doing the rounds he is working the tables he's taking photos wow People are buying his cookbook. He's doing custom signatures and autographs and dedications and just checking on the tables. Making sure everybody is happy, celebrating. And it was packed. And it was. I mean, I don't think there was an empty table in the place. And if it was empty, it was just being cleaned up for the next next one one and the next one and the next one. And I like that they have the open kitchen kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not an open kitchen, but you can see the, the food yeah. as it's being picked up by the servers and taken to the tables. Oh, my goodness. They're frying a lot of chicken there. Yeah. I was so excited that he took time to come and talk to us. Yeah. Uh, so we're sitting there, and he makes eye contact. He comes over. Yeah. and Well, I was looking at him. 
Yeah. Well, to, I be, say, to be fair. Makes contact. Yeah. Or makes eye contact with yes. you, though. Comes yes, over. Comes over. And plops right down with us. Sits right down in a chair next to me. For maybe five or ten minutes. And, and I was like, I've seen this guy on Chopped. I've seen him on Iron Chef, next Iron Chef, I think. It was. I don't know how many years ago, but... Uh, and he sat down and... I was telling him how we were featuring those thigh-high chicken biscuits last year on the podcast, and I gave him a little sticker and a card, and he said, oh, yeah, you know, I've run marathons. Hello, Chicago Marine Marine Corps. Corps. Yeah, and he's talking about times, oh, I was in, what, four and a half hours? Yeah. Something like that, he said. And... uh, and he's telling he's telling us about his training coach and about how his coach was so strict with the training plan and what he was eating and how often he could stop on the course in order to make his time, including his bathroom breaks. I mean, he yeah. was I, we had, we had quite a conversation and covered a lot of things that you wouldn't think, but I mean, he was really you know yeah. uh, he's been there and done that and he's been through it. Oh. With, with the the running training and and I was even thinking like, man, how does that work if you're a chef, you're around all this amazing food. You have to taste this food, you know, to do your job. That has to be hard. And yeah, I mean, you know, and then on top of that, you're trying to have that food discipline for your training plan. I mean, that's really Mm. tough. Yeah. And he was fantastic though. He sat with us for a little bit. He took pictures, took pictures and just cannot thank uh, chef, Art Smith enough for the time he took with us. Yeah. And we're hoping to maybe have him back on the show. I hope so. At some point in the future. I hope so. Or have him on the show at some point in the future. Well, I mean, yeah. That'd be fantastic. It would be awesome. But while we were there, we did take advantage of some amazing food and we grabbed a couple of uh, things to split. And I think that was really smart. Yeah, because the portions portions are huge. Are so big. And we ended up getting, we started with an appetizer. Yes. This, this really was just calling to me when we sat down and, mm. uh, you know, you asked me what I wanted. I said this and you're like, are you sure? I'm like, oh, I'm sure. This is what I want. And it's their <laughs> fried green tomatoes appetizer. And if you've never had fried green tomatoes, the only thing I can tell you is it is the perfect thing when it's fresh fried in a cornmeal batter oh. you get this tartness from the green tomato that's totally different from a ripe tomato yeah you know it's tart and it's firm it, it actually holds up it doesn't get you know mushy and floppy and mm. these little fried green tomatoes they're, they're probably uh, silver dollar size maybe a little yeah, larger they were smaller um I- and I think that was smart. And they topped them with shaved country ham. Oh, my goodness. This perfect level of salt. <sighs> and that ham, peppery arugula, and mm-hmm. then a remoulade to give it a little bit of creaminess, tartness, and spice. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. And those, those fried green tomatoes, those green tomatoes, they hold up when you go... To bite into them, the breading doesn't fall apart. It doesn't slide off. doesn't slide off, and the ham provides the saltiness, and the arugula, the peppery bite, you know? Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like all the notes, It's, but it's not 
the tomato is not overly sweet like you get in some red tomatoes. That no, are just it's really, a, really, almost overly ripe. Yeah, ones. no, these no. are these are tart. I mean, that, that's perfect. That's it's exactly great. what you want in a fried green tomato. What what a great appetizer! The only way this appetizer gets better is if you take like like six of those mm. and put it on a on a brioche bun and make a giant sandwich out of it what like you could do sliders with the size that we got you could do you could do like with a potato bun i like where your head is at i would eat that too or a hawaiian roll or something like that something i don't know but but they were great on their own that appetizer (laughs) fantastic if you get if you get that appetizer it's enough for two people to split it is. And I think that in, in visits past, we've actually gotten that, like one of us got that as an entree. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think when we got the thigh-high chicken biscuits. Right. Yeah. Because they are huge and filling. Yes. Yes. But uh, so we knew that we would not each be able to conquer a full entree. No. No. As much as we would love to. But we also knew that we wanted to get something that was really a signature item for him. So we got the fried chicken with donuts. So. And mashed potatoes. It's not chicken and waffles. No. It's chicken and donuts. It's chicken and donuts. And it's Creative. not like. Yeah. And it's not like Play. the donuts you get at, you know, uh, uh corner store or grocery store it's not powdered sugar donuts out of the bag no no i mean they have their place yeah they do in snack time and breakfast time you know but there's nothing like those those sugar donuts oh my god cakey perfect warm warm you know, the, the sugar. And they you know. weren't huge. I was expecting them to actually be huge donuts, like mm-hmm. Krispy Kreme size, but no. 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 And then they didn't have glaze. They just had like, they, they weren't coated in powdered sugar. Sprinkled it was like with a, sugar. It was like a dusting. Yeah. It's like a dusting. And yeah. It was fantastic. Maple syrup, mashed potatoes, well, and maple chicken. syrup with, yeah. um, it had like a a hint of uh, sorghum molasses in it, mm. so a brown sugary. Very type. much so, and, yeah. and that with a little bit of the donut, with a little bit of the chicken. Oh yeah, you had the sweet, the savory, the the crunchy, crunchy, the the soft and buttery. You had the perfect bite mm. by doing that. Yes, but. The chicken was also amazing with the mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you get a breast and a thigh. Or you can also mix it up and tell them that you want. They'd have done two thighs or two, two breasts. breasts. Whatever. But I wanted to, to try the both the dark and the, the yeah. white meat. And they were juicy and tender. And the breading was just crunchy. It was very obvious when you bite into this food or into this chicken, they're not just pulling it out of a bag no. and you know dusting it and frying it. This is brined. Mm. It's seasoned before it's cooked, and then you know the 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 breading mm-hmm. of the flour is seasoned. Mm-hmm. 
there there's just so much flavor in that chicken. But it's not overly seasoned not overly so that seasoned. you can take advantage of that donut and that syrup or the mashed potatoes. And not overly breaded. Not overly breaded. That's no. also a mistake some places make. They go a little mm. bit nuts with the breading mm. and you get too much on there and mm. then it ends up being this kind of cakey me- greasy mess. Or it falls apart. It's not successful. This 100% Absolutely. successful. Yeah. So delicious and not overly seasoned. It was like the perfect. Yeah. Perfect amount. So if you are looking for just a mm. some some down home southern cooking, mm. Chef Art Smith's fried chicken. Yeah. And he's got a couple of fried chicken dishes on the menu. Yes. Not all of them are the donut. You you can you can do it in different ways. Right. Different sides. I mean, there is a whole like I would like to go back and just get the sides plate. You can you can pick multiple sides. It's all southern sides. <sighs> yeah, that's what I would love to do. There's a there's a farmers market here locally that I go to that will let you do that. You know they have uh, southern soul mm. food, oh. and I'll do just do four sides or five sides, and you know that's the whole meal. So and it just sometimes the sides are the best part of the meal. Absolutely. So, and I'm not gonna lie and say I had plenty of room for dessert <laughs> because I. I didn't. But we had enough. But we hadn't. We had to have it. It was celebrating their third anniversary. Yeah, they had like the first uh, 150 or 200 tables that got sat, got a free slice of hummingbird cake. And you would oh. think for a big promotion like that, they're going to just, you know, give you a small sliver mm-hmm. or give you a small piece or they're going to custom cut you know, or custom bake, you know, small versions of this. Oh, no, my friend. Huge. This hummingbird cake is the size, the portion you get is the size of a brick. Yeah. Easily. A large brick. A large brick. And it is a pineapple and banana cake with cream cheese frosting. What did our server say? It was like a carrot cake and and what else had been married together? Oh... Forget Did what she she's... say pineal, pineapple upside down cake? Yes. No. Yeah. Yes? Yeah, that's kind of the way she described it. And she's not wrong. Um, that cream cheese frosting is super reminiscent of a, of of a, a carrot cake. Carrot cake. Yeah. But the, the pineapple and the banana oh. gives it a totally different, uh, different flavor. So good. A little raspberry gastrique and oh. vanilla bean ice cream. So good. On the side. Soft, moist cake. Yeah. Yeah. You you just cannot go wrong. So that <laughs> that dessert is worth getting, even if they're not giving it away. By all means, mm. go and buy a slice. But I'm telling yeah. you, we were just lucky that day. Measure yourself. Your eyes mm. are going to be bigger than your stomach if you go to Art Smith. I'm telling you now. Yeah, I think that we had a really good strategy for if you're going to have an appetizer and you know you're going to have dessert, splitting an entree is smart. Oh, absolutely. And it also gives you a chance to try more stuff. It does. So, but, you know, we got fed and then it was time to get something to drink. Absolutely. Well, before we go on, I'm going to take a minute to tell you all about our friends at Pure Creative Apparel. Anybody can silkscreen a shirt. Look, we know it's true. I, I did it as a project in high school. But the team at Pure Creative Apparel is really much more than that. They will take you through the entire process to create your custom items 
right from the very beginning with the design of your artwork or company logo, then create mock-ups to show you what the finished product will look like and help you select just the right high-quality name brand clothing or other merchandise on which you're going to place your artwork or your logo, and then they'll get you your items fast. Or if you're not looking to get into the whole online sales thing and you don't want to worry about inventory, packaging, shipping, and all of that, Pure Creative Apparel has a complete e-commerce package available. So whether you're a school, church, or club needing just a few shirts for a special event or a company looking for a complete branding package, Pure Creative Apparel can help. Find out how by going to purecreativeapparel.com. And we really thank them for their support of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. So when you're at a place like Disney Springs, Mm. it is just designed to be this kind of outdoor lifestyle, almost a mall, except the shopping area is kind of off in one area. And then the rest of it is food, bars, uh, dessert places, Mm. all of these neat nightlife and dining spots that you can check out. Yeah, it's like, if you're not a kid going to Disney and you want like an adult playground. Which actually, this used to be Pleasure Island. It used to be Pleasure Island. And like, and I, by that, I mean, you, you want to maybe go bowling or you want to shop and you want to do some things, have a little bit of time away from... The kids. The kids. Let them go to the parks. Yeah, let them go to the parks. I mean, if they're old enough, but, you know, it's a great place for adults to come hang out, have drinks, and have some fun. Yeah. And they have a number of spots to stop in, and they'll have either like a window that Mm -hmm. has um, counter service, so you can grab and go. Yes. And one of those places is one that you wanted to check out for your drink this week. I did because I had seen pictures uh, on social media of this drink called the Rosgato. Rosgato. And... Like frozen Moscato. Frozen Moscato. Mm -hmm. Like those two words smushed together. Mm -hmm. The description is what got me. That it is a pineapple Dole Whip, Moscato, and vodka frozen drink. Oh, my goodness. So, when we're in the parks, having a Dole Whip in the Magic Kingdom, in Adventureland, that just takes me back to being a kid visiting Walt Disney World with my parents. Because it was such a refreshing treat on a hot day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And then to have that at the Flower and Garden Festival, adulted up with rum. And now this is just another reinvention of that beverage. Did you just, turn, did you just turn the word adult into a verb. Uh, what did I say? It was adulted up. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, that works. I think I've used that term on the podcast before. I think it works. Okay. Well, yes, it's now a verb in that sentence. Okay, but. so this was not, uh, but this wasn't just Dole Whip with a with a liquor floater. This was no. I thought it was going to be Dole Whip, and then kind of like at the Flower and Garden Festival where they just put the rum over top, right? In the it, it, you know, but it wasn't. It was a blended beverage, yeah, like a frozen drink. And what did you think? And it was. I really. 
got the essence of a pineapple Dole Whip. And it took me back to those times in the park, like I was talking about. And it says on the menu that it has vodka in it, but I did not taste that. So it was not overly boozy, I guess. Could you taste the Moscato? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the overriding flavor was the pineapple Dole Whip. Now that drink did not look very tight. And when I when I say that, I mean, mm. it wasn't like super frozen. It wasn't really a super slushy consistency no. like a daiquiri or, or no. like a Dole Whip. I mean, it certainly was Mm-mm. not soft serve. This was no. sippable. Right. It was more liquidy than I anticipated, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. But would I order it again? I really want to go back there. And we, at the, at the basket at Wine Bar George is where we got it, at that, um, the counter, the walk-up. That's the walk-up. That's the walk-up right next to Wine Bar George. You can get a picnic basket of some of their small plates or, you know, like cheese and wine. I, I, we need it's basically to go. like a little charcuterie wine and cheese. We need to go back there. They have thing. they have sandwiches and things like that inside. I I want to go back to Wine Bar George. It looks like it would be very good. The menu looks amazing. Yeah. So, but this this was at the the basket their walk up window. So that you would recommend this? I would. And especially uh, when you're walking around there because there's there. Truth be told, when it is a hot day and the sun is shining, it would be very refreshing as you walk around and have some fun at Disney Springs. And I was going to say, uh, and you think that this maintains itself or it, it, it stands up to comparison with the traditional Dole Whip? It depends on the consistency that you're looking for. Fair enough. You so know what if I you're mean? looking for soft serve, you're going to be disappointed. Right. But if you're looking for a drink that captures that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it depends on the consistency and whether or not you want alcohol. Sure. You know? Well, I don't think you're going to Wine Bar George to. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You uh, have certain expectations. There's a certain implication okay. by choosing that as your, your place to get your beverage. Yeah. Yeah. I would go back and I would get it again just for the sheer nostalgia of the drink. And the Dole Whip is amazing. It's killer. Love that. But you took a different tack. I did. Now, we are in the same general area there at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. One of our favorite spots that we've talked about, we've covered on the podcast before, is Raglan Road, oh, which is boring a burger. phenomenal mm. uh, Irish pub with live music, dance, and probably one of the strongest menus of any restaurant there so on the good. Walt Disney properties. We've been... Numerous times, and again, consistency of the food, consistency of the service. We have had nothing but fantastic times there. So that is a that is a consistent favorite of mine. I'm I'm the guy. She's that's that's. No, I don't want to go anywhere new. I want to go to the place that I know I'm going to get an amazing meal and uh, <sighs> some some good music. It's true. But they do have a beer that is brewed for them that is comes out of crooked can brewing right there in the greater orlando area mm-hmm. and it's called tree wishes and it is their irish red it's amazing and they serve it at raglan road inside and they have a beer cart outside uh-huh. that basically is for the folks that are having to wait to get seated you can have a beer 
and then you can kind of walk over and stand outside of their outdoor seating area outside mm-hmm. the fence and you can watch the live music that they've got going outside. Yeah. And you can enjoy a beer while you're doing that. It, I am a huge great. fan of this beer. Um, yes. I, we've, we've sampled all the, uh, kind of all the original stuff that's there. And I would say I keep yeah. coming back to this one because it's just that good. This is a traditional Irish red. That's very malty. Mm. It's got a, just a hint of bitterness on the end, but not much. I mean, it officially clocks in at five and a half percent ABV and only 18 on the international bitterness unit scale. If you, so not if that you put bitter. any stock in that, not that bitter, not bitter at all on the, at the, on the beginning or on the palate. It's just a little lingering something in the back of your uh, mouth at the mm-hmm. very end. Super drinkable, just a fantastic Irish red. Yeah. And I can't believe that I was calling it try wishes forever. Oh, uh, well, I was calling it try wishes just until, you know, today we're doing some, <laughs> some episode research and we see some people talking about it online, and I'm like, "Tree wishes, tree wishes." So I said, "Call the brewery." So we called. Had them on speakerphone. I wish we'd had a microphone going. I know because you can hear the cacophony of what's going on in the background. And, Busy place. And, and we're like, "Hey, settle a bet for us. What is your beer? What is the proper pronunciation of this beer?" And he's like, "Is this a prank?" Yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought he said, "Is this Jake?" Right. But he said, and I was like, no, no, it's not a prank. And he says, tree wishes and hangs up on us. He hung up. So he was busy. To the employee who's working at Crooked Can Brewing, if you are listening, we appreciate you giving us the information. We are sorry so if we sorry. sounded like we were prank calling I'm you. I'm so sorry. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we wanted to get it right for, for accuracy's sake. And, yeah. uh, you know, we appreciate you doing that for us. So, so thank you. We can't and wait to come visit there. We're so at sorry. The you were busy. We get it. It sounded quite busy there. And yeah. when you look at the videos of that place, it looks like a really neat space to hang out. So we'll yeah. have to keep them in mind for a future episode. Oh, for sure. Because if they're making that for Raglan Road, can you imagine their other offerings? Exactly. Right? Yeah, Let's exactly. go. We're so, going to be up there in August. We are. So, uh, But I think we're going to probably stick to the Disney property again for that run. Yes, I think so. There, there's so much to offer there, but we are going to do some stuff off the Disney property in the coming months. Eventually. Yeah, we'll get there. Yes, it's just a mecca for food and beverage, and when you're there doing a run Disney race, it just seems appropriate. And it is an embarrassment of riches there, because even in this short trip that we did to do this race, we mm. got way more than we could fit into this episode. Indeed. So we have a quick bite coming up about... Yes. Uh, that that's another breakfast, um, Yay. breakfast item and coffee item. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be bringing that to you guys, and that is a little thing that we found at the Port Orleans. I'm gonna let you spell say this because I can. Okay, Port Orleans French Quarter. Oh, you cheater! That is not the word I'm pointing at. <laughs> Sasagula. That's the one. Float works and food factory. Yeah. Yeah. So we found a hidden, I don't know if it's called a hidden gem. I don't but, think it's hidden. But we found a gem in what really amounts to um, their cafeteria style, quick quick service dining location yes. there that you cannot miss. 
Yes, we will talk more about we'll it. We'll talk more about that on, on that a quick, quick bite. bite. So next week we are headed to Key West. Actually, as we record this, uh, we are going to be hitting the road, heading southbound tomorrow morning. Yes. Because we registered for a non-refundable 5K. <laughs> uh, a sunset. Amy got excited about a nighttime race and hit the registration button before all this surgery happened. Hey, the surgery happened unexpectedly. So yeah. we planned, planned a bunch of stuff. We for, did. Including Alaska. So Yeah. The goal is get better for Alaska. So, well, we're working on it. We are working nice, on it. Nice, easy, slow and steady. So, what better way to maintain your endurance and training? And take it super easy, but a beautiful sunset 5K that you can walk that has, like, no real time restriction. Well, the good news is we know based on the just the little walk that I did last Saturday, which was just two days out mm. from the surgery, that I was able to do 20, 21 minutes a mile then. Good. So if I can do 20 minutes, 19 minutes a mile now. Well, let's not be too hasty. You know, I should be okay. And at least I get the mileage in. And, you know, like you said, maintain that conditioning and yes, not overdo it. So we're going to participate, but we're going to do it at a comfortable and healing pace. Absolutely. And we're going to bring you some awesome food and beverage from Key West I'm looking forward For to it. For sure. Um, we we will link back to the last couple of episodes we did yeah. in Key West. We've already shown you guys some <sighs> amazing spots down there. Yes. There is much more to show you. Mm-hmm. There's no shortage of fantastic food and drink nope. in the Keys, specifically Key West. But we may show you some stuff in some of the upper Keys as we make the day of our trip down there. Yes. But Which is so much fun to do. In the meantime, we need your help. We do. Because... We're going to Key West, but then we have the August 5K, This the, the Black Panther medal, the last in the series of the Run Disney virtual race celebrating 80 years of Marvel. It looks good. And we can't wait to get that and then have the icing or, uh, you know, cherry on top of the sundae or cake or whatever it is. The challenge the, medal. The challenge medal. The bonus medal. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait. But we need to know, when we return to Disney, where should we run? We've run the Port Orleans kind of trail. Mm -hmm. But where should we run that last 5K? So for those of you who have either been to Disney and you know the area and you've got some recommendations, or maybe you're not so familiar with it and you'd like for us to check something out for you and show you. Mm. This could be in a park. This could be at a resort. Yeah. Totally your call. We have annual passes, so mm-hmm. we can get in anywhere. Yeah. So tell us where we should run and... Of course. Eat and drink. Yes. We have featured several tasty treats and refreshing beverages, but we need to know what should we bring our listeners. And again, this could be somebody who, and there are tons of 
Disney foodies. There are specific foodie groups oh on goodness. Facebook that are just about eating at Disney. Uh, maybe you're one of those. Podcasts about just about Disney. Or maybe you're planning your vacation. You're doing some research yourself and you want to get a little bit of advanced recon. We are your people. Yes. Tell us where to investigate for you. And you can tell us by calling 941 677 2733. Is that 941-677-2733? No, 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 no. 941-677-2733 is the number. Ah, leave us a message. Leave us a message. We'd love, you know, try to keep your your suggestion to about uh, 30 to 60 seconds, and we'd love to feature you on the show. Definitely. Or if you don't want to hear your voice, but you still want to ask us the question, shoot us an email. That email info, is info at runeatdrink.net. Info at runeatdrink.net. Yes. You could even attach a little voice memo if you wanted to. Yes. That's actually, I was, was going to say, you could record a little voice memo and mm-hmm. just email it to us. That would mm-hmm. also work really well. Or just type out your question, whatever yeah. you want. So we'll be asking for those again um, over the next week or so. We'll kind of remind everybody. Yeah. But um, we have got to wrap this up. It's yes. going to be a little bit shorter tonight because we got to pack. We do. We got to go. So we are looking forward to showing you guys some of the adventures we're going to have on the way down to Key West. Absolutely. And to bringing you this, I think, is going to be a gorgeous race. Oh, I hope so. Weather permitting. I haven't weather looked at the permitting. forecast. So. <laughs> weather permitting. Yeah. So can't wait to bring you that next week. Yes. And uh, I'm looking forward to it on the road to recovery. Yeah. So. We're hanging in there and we're recovering well. So for the Runny Drink Podcast, I'm Amy. And I'm Dana. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink Podcast. We're having a great third year because of your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Run Eat Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Run Eat Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 2733 or shoot us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.